Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 4th of June. We're rolling along. It's our first Friday, so happy Friday, everyone. I think yesterday I said I'll see you Monday. I am, you know, when we have holidays and we have four-day weeks, the, the, the days start crumbling fast. It's like you just don't know how fast you got there, and you're still in weekend mode on Thursday and Friday. But here I am, and today... I got a question, and I have to say it in some ways startled me, and I just thought, man, we we need to address this. We have such a skewed outlook when it comes to relationships, and oh my God, this question, should I compromise my happiness for the success of a relationship? And I read it like three times. Like, should I compromise my happiness? Then I thought, why are we compromising anything? We may compromise a decision here and there. But I don't think it is possible to compromise your happiness because what kind of relationship do you have that your actual happiness what you wake up to live for every single day of your life you cannot share with the person that you have chosen to share your life with so I thought about it And I thought, well, wait a minute. If you're asking about your happiness, is there a friendship there? Do you know how to be a friend? Do you have friends that you talk to that you're closer to than the person you're with? How did you get into a relationship that you feel like you have to compromise the biggest part of yourself to stay in. Where does that make sense to you in your heart of hearts when you wake up every day? Because we have a dating time, and how did it pass the sniff test while you were dating? And I thought to myself, you know, maybe they got married too fast. 
But I asked and they did not. What do you do with that? You're there, you're married, and your biggest part of your ask to see if we're just compatible because that does bring us happiness. It just, it breaks my heart to think that anybody would accept. Like, what was your first impression? What do you love about that person? What took you this far? How did the relationship start? Did you yourself just want to be married and they were asking? I have gotten that answer before. I stopped two people from doing it that came to see me. All my friends are getting married, and all they could think of was the wedding. And I thought, but you're going to wake up the next day with someone, and it may surprise you because now it's like real. It goes from wedding and dancing and food and family to real. And if that real that you wake up to the next day You have not thought about, you really, really need to pay attention to why, when all you could see it is up to the wedding. You know, how did your relationship start? How often did you see each other? How did you get to know each other? When did you introduce each other to family? What did family say on both sides? What feedback did you get from your side? What feedback did you get from his side? Do you still like what you loved about the person? And then if you do or you don't, answer why. Why I love this person. Are you happy with the intimacy, the emotional intimacy, the physical intimacy? Where did the fail come in? Because somewhere in the filtering through process, you got stuck and decided to override that feeling and go on. Because in order to have a relationship that's going to work, The number one thing which we all know by now is communication. But imagine you're sitting with your partner who's made a decision to be with you too. And you don't communicate because it just feels too hard or too weird. Or you feel you're going to hurt them. And you're already hurt with the realization. How are you going to communicate that, wow, for me to stay here, I have to compromise my happiness? Because instead of respect that you need in the relationship, you're going to have resentment. Instead of boundaries, you're going to be stretching the rules, 
just the unspoken rules of the respect that you need, of the communication that you need. You're not going to trust that they love you because you are questioning your feelings, so that's going to spill over onto the other person. And then how are you going to support them? How are you going to care when you don't care about your own happiness to the point that you put yourself in a position that you even have to ask the question about sacrificing your happiness, compromising it. Because, you know, we say, okay, what are the most important things? And we just named them. But I want to take you back a few steps because whether you realize it or not, those feelings you either need to go and talk it out with someone you trust or get help on what to do about what you are discovering about yourself in this relationship. But the questions that really need to be answered are the ones that you need to define what works for you in your life. And I would even go as far as saying, please, if this is already happening, but don't look elsewhere for a relationship that may feel like it's bringing you happiness now. For some reason, in relationships, when people don't feel like they're getting what they need, instead of breaking up the relationship, they stay, and then they tell their mind, well, it's okay if I stray, or I have a friend, and I have to say in big quotes, a friend, over here, because that does make me happy. And between the two of them, I'm able to stay in my marriage. That's not fair, starting with you. So if that's coming into play and all of a sudden that's the happiness that you're sacrificing or compromising, then you've already made a decision. Because to have someone come up with, how do I stay? How do I compromise my own happiness to stay? That's like saying, how do I sign my life away? Because whatever red flags you were getting, you didn't care enough about to face or talk about, which means communication was broken down long before you were able to verbalize that. And the respect that's missing in the relationship is the lack of respect that you had for the feelings that you had continuing this relationship. You have to ask yourself, what was rewarding enough for me to stay knowing that I, I didn't actually feel as happy as I probably should have in a relationship. 
you have to ask yourself, well, what does a relationship look like to me? Is it only romantic? Is it romantic with friendship? Do we do things together or do we just live together and intersect when we have to do something together? What does it look like to me and what am I living and where is there a difference? Because one of the key components to any sexual relationship because sex doesn't run a relationship is that there is a friendship, a respect between the two people. Otherwise, over time, that fades off. And then you're like, wow, you know, we haven't been together for a year. And that also justifies starting to look elsewhere prematurely while you're still in a relationship. Every time I see on Facebook, I don't know if I see it as much now, but I remember in the beginning when you had choices of how to describe your relationship, and there's people who were married and happily married, and they put that they were married. But a lot of people put, it's complicated, and I thought, oh, my God, if they know that, And then you find out through other people that they've approached people to try to get into like an online virtual type relationship. And in the beginning, that happened a lot. That happened a lot because it was like this free gate that opened. It wasn't a dating site. It wasn't any of those things, but it actually became that. I remember meeting a woman who was in a good marriage prior to Facebook. And then she met someone from across the world. And they started to Skype. And they formed a relationship. And then he came here. And all of a sudden, her husband that she was perfectly happy with was the worst person in the world. And I said to her, going to leave your husband for this man that's flying over to see you just to burst that bubble that you guys built between each other. And you're really going to leave your husband. You leave your husband with the love you walked in with. Because somewhere in me, I knew that once they met, That guy was not going to stay. I would bet my life that there were 10 different relationships. A lot of people had multiple relationships in the beginning. But now we've had about 9 to 10 years since we had that conversation. And she did leave her husband. And the other man did not come to the table. But because... She left in kind, and she stopped trying to destroy him. They are now back together again and remarried because they did have a friendship. 
she did not try to destroy him. She was starting to. I always recognize that talk. It's like, all this, they're good, they're good, they're good, and then all of a sudden, well, he does this, and he does that, and you could feel the momentum to build that argument come into play. Did she feel like she was compromising her happiness at that time? She definitely was compromising herself. She couldn't feel happy where she was because she felt happier somewhere else. But that somewhere else was an illusion. It wasn't a real relationship. And anyone could see it but her. And I told her, I said, I'm so glad that you told me about what you were planning to do not only with this new person, because, you know, they always say a new broom always sweeps well, right? There's nothing wrong with them. We can't see it. Even if they said it, we excuse it. But if somebody else said it to us, we'd be like, what were you thinking? And it was super important for me to call her out and not demonizing her partner Just give herself a good enough reason. Like, well, he's, he's not okay anyway. He's not kind. He's not, and he does this, and I'm, I'm listening, and I'm like, no. No, 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 no. You need to put him down to justify your actions. But what were you saying about him a year ago? Before all of this started. And because I could get her to see what she was doing, which wasn't easy, by the way. She was able to stand back. And I hated to bring (laughs) that element of reality in at that time, right when she was hot and heavy and ready to go. I'm sad to say I didn't stop her. I couldn't stop her from doing what she was going to do. The other guy was already coming. And she was visiting a friend in another state, and that's where she met him. I just, I was just beside myself. My heart was just breaking because it's like watching, watching a train ready to hit a whole string of cars. I mean, it's just one domino effect after the other. And then seeing it play out in life was just excruciating. And at the end of the day, that did fade to black. It did go away. They were never going to get married. They were never going to date. It was just like one of those, you know, virtual things that just are too good to be true. And there's a reason for that when something's too good to be true. But then she was communicating with him so much she had nothing left for her partner. She broke the lines of respect, boundaries, trust, and support of the other person. Then we start exaggerating and making things up about people to rationalize our decisions. So my bigger question back is what are you compromising your happiness for? 
Because that's a very telling question. You might think, well, oh, this poor person, but I'm saying, what's going on? Did you know that in the beginning? Did you get married with that? Did you not ask the right questions? Did you override your issues? That's Liam says, it reminds me of the 90-day fiancé. It's true. Only these people are already married, been married. And then they start questioning everything over meeting someone new. And how can you tell if something is fleeting or not? And how do you tell somebody if it's fleeting or not? And when kids are involved and families involved and you're willing to throw all that away for someone you actually don't really know, who, by the way, is willing to get involved with someone who's married, which is a huge red flag from the get-go. Because you are saying to that person, hey, I'm willing to cheat on someone I'm with, with you, And they're saying, I'm willing to break up a family or a relationship before that relationship is concluded. And the two things you subliminally are telling each other are not good. A lot of times the people that the people cheated with don't end up in a relationship. And no surprise, but they're not going to trust each other. How are they going to trust each other? How could they trust each other? A shiny new penny is the last thing. You can just write it out. I guarantee you. Respond to the person and you don't feel like you need to pick me up that day and you start talking to that person in a way you know you're crossing a line. It's like your body shudders at the thought. But then you do it, and then the dopamine kicks in. Then you justify it, and then all of a sudden everything around you is wrong and bad. It's very cliche. But when the person is doing it, they're the only ones. And they're the only ones that no one will ever figure it out. No one will get it. When you start talking like that, You know you're going down when you're in that fork in the road. Ego just took you on a ride, and it's going to take you until it can destroy as much of what you'll listen to and take it from you. And then one day you wake up and you say, wow, I've lost everything. I'm divorced now. My kids won't talk to me. My family's mad at me, and the person is gone. And then what? And I, I, time and time again, will hear someone talk about someone outside of their marriage as though that person is the most perfect specimen on earth. And I always say, You know, you have to know that if you lived with them and you've been with them for five years or ten years, you'd be saying what you're saying now about your marriage, about them. 
There's going to be things you're not going to like. There's going to be things that you're not going to agree on, but you just aren't in that place. You're just talking about one thing over and over again, so you're building that story. But I bet you if you talk to your partner about those things, better life all the way around. But you're taking the one thing that you share with your partner and you're giving it away for free over here, but not really for free. You're giving it away. You're giving it away for a price that you're not paying today, but you will pay. You will pay. Because what you're cheating this situation from You're putting it in a bottomless pit over here. Is that really what's making you happy? Or do you have unresolved issues in your marriage and this helps you run away? Gives you an outlet. It's fun, but you don't know who you're dealing with. What if this person becomes possessive? Everybody's great when you meet them, but you know nothing about how they may react to you. Yeah, it sounds like a cliche that communication is key. But it's a cliche for a reason. It earned a reputation of something that's real. And you got to start with yourself while you can backtrack. Thank God that woman heard me. It was the only thing she remembered I said was leave the relationship with the love that you walked in with. Because ultimately it ended up saving her relationship. There was a time when divorce started being accepted. A lot of people got divorced. They were like holding on to bad relationships and it felt like almost everybody was divorced. But then once we went through that cleanup and we started realizing that when we get married, to get married for the right reasons or when we are in a relationship, to have that relationship for the best reasons in life. We don't hear every 10 minutes that someone's getting divorced that we've known. It's all come and gone. People have rested. People are making better decisions. Younger people are not getting divorced at the rate that the generations before them did. And they're also not jumping into relationships until they're ready. And if they do choose to be with someone, they really are choosing to be with someone. So all of this goes back to compromising. Should I compromise my happiness of a relationship? My question to you is where is your happiness going now? And why was it there? Because it had to have been there at some point. And where did it go? And if the answers don't have to do with anything or anyone outside of the marriage, 
or relationship? Talk it out. Talk it out. Ask questions of yourself. And then share those answers with the person you're with. Thank you for that question because there's a lot behind it. And we should never have to sacrifice ourselves. But we have to ask ourselves questions and dig a little deeper than just thinking somebody's robbing us of our happiness. You guys, I love you guys. I will see you Monday, or no, Tuesday morning. Monday I will be away and have a great and safe weekend. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.